I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'll trade you my shirt for a grilled cheese. I felt we've done really well out of it. Really excited about how we ended up in the trade period this year. Uh, we lost experience. We know we did that, but secured no talent. That was a fantastic result for the club. That's three years in a row now. So we finally got something to watch over the off season. The crickets come back around, and we're, and we're going good this time too. We're going so we good. Watch. But I fucking didn't get to watch any of it until Sunday, and Sunday was the most boring day of cricket I've ever seen. Yeah. I watched from, uh, well, I made sure I watched the first bowl or first few overs and whatnot. Then I had to go about uh, doing stuff. And luckily, we hit the ground running with the cricket. So Warner and uh, what's his old mate, Joe Burns. Oh, oh Joe Burns. Yeah. It was like Mark Webber made it with either Frodo or Louis Theroux. Montgomery Louis Theroux. Burns. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's kind of funny because New Zealand, they've got this pretty big rivalry with Australia that Australia occasionally notices. And uh, they come over hot off the Rugby Union World Cup and then kind of forgot this is a totally different sport and they're about to get smashed. It's been a big year of Australia versus New Zealand, like we said. Yeah, so. but the other thing is, I think there's like just such a huge contrast between a New Zealand rugby team and a New Zealand cricket team. Yeah. Like, if they uh, could take some about, pointers... About 7,000 kilos. Yeah, if they could take some pointers from the... Um, the All Blacks. Uh, the All Blacks, like, you know, I don't know, be a Maori. <laughs> be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Intimidate the fuck out of everyone. But that being said, it's, I've found it increasingly <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Could you imagine the New Zealand cricket team doing the haka? <laughs> just, just picture like I know uh, Vittori's not there anymore. But picture Vittori <laughs> out there doing the haka. It, it just, it lose everything. I, I think I, that's, that's when when Vittori would be balancing the books. <laughs> <laughs> I could see um, Brendan McCullum doing it. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Ross Taylor, obviously, and Chris Cairns running a book on it. Yeah, Chris Cairns running <laughs> yeah. a book on it. But I was fi- I was thinking today that I find it increasingly more difficult to dislike Brendan McCullum. Yeah, I agree. Like he seems like someone I'd love to go out and have a beer with him and get up to some debauchery because I haven't used that word in a while. Okay, I um, think his his tell all book would be fascinating. Yeah, just because it'll be. Oh, I saw this happen. I didn't do it myself though. Yeah, but it looks like he'd be someone who he'd be the one in the group that's always game to do something. Yeah, and then when it comes time to actually <laughs> do that something, he's yeah. where's he gone? He's like fuck he's, yeah, I'll do meth. <laughs> what do you think of his uh, new approach he's taken on the last 12 months as captain the no sledging Kiwi side they decided I, to kill him with kindness I think that's brilliant for Australia because you got <laughs> yeah. guys like David Warner who are like fuck yeah I'll whip this dead horse I don't care yeah and, I, and that's the thing is that they've, they've sort of trumpeted the trying to play more Kiwi and uh, I mean I'm all for it because it means the good players just move to the Gold Coast <laughs> we're going to get them anyway so do you think it's going to be like that um, kid at school that's always taught to turn the other cheek and, you know, uh, be patient, and then eventually one day just fucking snaps. That'll be good to see. Yeah. Oh, just the whole Kiwi team in the middle of one of the tests or something just fucking lose their shit. To be honest, that's, that's my experience in New Zealanders full stop. Fucking lovely guys, but you want to fuck with them because you're poking with a stick <laughs> and they'll probably rip your bollocks off. Yeah, well, that's, that's actually true. Yeah, or the cousins will. Um, so we might as well talk. There's been a couple of stories of 
around the footy world. So we thought we'll go through the stories of the footy world for the week and then what other sports we can come up with yeah. to, to fill the gap in between now and round one. Yeah. Um, so first off, uh, it was announced, I think this morning, um, actually it was announced by Glenn Jakovic about a month ago that Guy McKenna was going to be joining Wusher at uh, Essendon yeah. as a line coach. So very unfortunate he wasn't there a month ago. Could have helped Jakey Carlisle with his lines. <laughs> so obviously he needed a little bit of coaching in that department. You find that Essendon's going to be that sort of patched together ragtag team that you see movies about, whereas the old has been. It's going to be like Major League. That's what it's going to be. The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mighty Ducks, Major League, those old school movies that were, were good when they first came out, but you go back and watch them and they're fucking shit yeah. out. <laughs> to me, it's like it's another dead corpse in the Yarrow that just keeps floating to the top. Like you, the, the guy who killed them is trying to push him back down the bottom. You're like, all right, sink, sink. And they're like, nah, here we are, a sticking rotting corpse on the Yarrow. You, you say they keep floating to the top, but somebody keeps trying to flush them down. Oh, WorkSafe had a go at them now. <laughs> they have mm. too, yeah. It's good to see we found somebody that works slower than Asada and Wada. Yeah, I think it's because Jake Carlisle didn't have his high-vis vest on when he was doing his lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. No eye protection either. And the other thing, that no sharp disposal units in the toilets as well. God, it's disgusting. <laughs> Apparently it's been dumping them down Chelsea Beach or some shit. Um, while we're on Jakey Carlisle, um, his penalties from the AFL were announced um, during the last seven days. Yeah. So he gets two-game ban. This is from the AFL, hmm. and he has to forfeit his $50,000 marketing component of his contract. 50 fucking grand. Like, that want to be some good Charlie. Yeah, the thing is, the, he, wasn't, he wasn't marketing Charlie for 50 grand, but he could way, make way more than 50 grand marketing Charlie. Exactly Well, right. imagine, imagine the guy that sold it to him. He was like, oh, yeah, that was my stuff. You know, he's yeah. made that money back. He probably might pay. He's fine. And on that, um, congratulations on Matty Stokes, who's just retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's it. You just get whatever stamp they've got on their kilo bricks, chuck it on the tattoo on his left arm. Where you go? Where you go? He's, he's got enough up there, tattoos up there already. So, you know, and he's already got the social media outlets to promote it. <laughs> yeah. Quite obviously, yeah. he's got eyes. Snapchat's got 10,000 more subscribers. <laughs> I'm well, saying there's a missed opportunity here. All, all he needs to do is get in touch with the Richmond and Collingwood blokes, and um, he'll have networks all through Melbourne to be able to distribute that shit. Well, I'll tell you what, if he was in WA, he'd already be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> but what I found most interesting was that um, he's still that high on cocaine that he's managed to talk his way out of doing the three-kilometre trial for Saints. <laughs> Top effort. All he had to do was fucking lift ropes or some shit. <laughs> well, everyone else had to flog their, their ass out in 35-degree heat or something doing 3K trial runs. It was amazing. It was bloody hot today. Yeah. He, he's gone out there and said, I'm still on come down, lads. Just, yeah. I can't do and, it. And he's managed to convince that killer that's in their best interest and they're punishing him. Well, Stereo's coming up. Honestly, I reckon he's had us all for a fool. He's a fucking genius. He's just playing this <laughs> dumb act better than anyone we've ever seen. <laughs> he's a dark lord of the city. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's been my theory with Buddy Franklin for years. Yeah. You know, every time there's a rumor about drug use, Buddy Franklin's name pops up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's always been, you know, I know a mate who goes to all the clubs. He's always oh, on, on the gear. Yeah. And yeah. I know a guy who's in AFL house and he told me and he's never been wrong. It's all, it's never, nothing's ever come up. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, it's all bullshit. Or, funny, funny enough, I have a story or, with that firsthand, mate. Or, Buddy is actually undercover. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And that's why he took last year off. Buddy 5-0. Buddy 5 oh, yeah. He took last year off because he was just about to close the case. Fuck it. And imagine- that's how dedicated he is to the job. Gave up on the finals to catch his man. Look out, Scooby-Doo. Look out, Scooby-Fucking-Doo. <laughs> Here we go. Buddy and Scooby. Shaggy's had enough. He's fucking jumped off the deep end. I reckon he could do a good... But uh, Scooby's only 10 or, in dog years, I, so... I reckon <laughs> Ruffy would be Velma. Or human years. Ruffy would be Velma, yeah. yeah. Shuey would definitely be the other one. Now, I think, speaking about, like, little... Oh, yeah. little- Things. I think it's I find the irony of um, Carlisle going straight to the Saints and being anything but a Saint. You mean irony or um, it's or the exact opposite because it's exactly what everyone does when they go to the Saints. Oh, this is true. Well, you mean 
being a St. Kilda player by reputation or being an, a physical, metaphorical saint? Well, metaphorical, because um, I'm, I'm saying that... Uh, His behaviour has been anything but saintly, but been very typical of St. Kilda Football Club. Yeah, I'm confused what you're saying, but what I was, <laughs> what, what I was getting at was that I think we should call him Lucifer. Lucifer. He's, he's that one person that went to heaven, looked at the saints, went, fuck this shit. And he's going up, going to the darkest dark side. Well, in fairness, he kind of went to St. Kilda and sort of said, I fit right fucking in, don't I? Or this place it, is fucked. That was, it was a bit like his, his bucks. That's all it was. This is, yeah. you know what? I'm going to go out and sin as much as I can before I go through. Before you go into the... Oh, so it's like Lent. Meet, meet Peter. It's the opposite uh, of Lent. Peter. He binged before Lent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like after Lent. Yeah. It's like you've had enough <laughs> of doing it. You've done the hard work. Yeah, it's a little bit before Christmas. It's, it. it's his Rio Carnival. You know, he's just you know having a little tempt before he goes in and yeah, gives it yeah. his all. I just wanted to let everyone know that this is the last one and then I'm done. So I'll put it on social media. That's it. All right. Last one. Charlie. Charlie. Last one. All right. Harley. This is it. <laughs> oh, well, you know who's going to take Delete Charlie my number, home. Can't. No, he's going to take Charlie home every night. Um, I'm looking forward to all these Carlisle jokes until the next player gets Actually, busted. Sorry. Speaking of crackheads, did anyone in Victoria <laughs> see the, the thread that was going around Facebook? It was um, a news article from the Bendigo Times, whatever the fucking Bendigo story is. Okay. I didn't see it, but I have heard you t- talk, talk <laughs> me through it. Yeah, about uh, some dude got caught with 100K worth of meth. And anyway, he's... Is that a lot? Front, front... No, it's fuck all. Oh. <laughs> it's probably a week. <laughs> uh, he's, he's on the front page of the Bendigo advertiser, whatever the fuck they are. And so anyway, he's supposedly best mate, has shared it on his Facebook, tagged his mate in it, going, <laughs> going, hey, Jake, yeah, I thought you were supposed to be the straight and narrow, mate. Really disappointed to see this. Um, <laughs> but the most funny thing is, is that in the comments below the thread on the Facebook of the Bendigo advertiser... They played out the entire sort of ordeal of this of this drug deal. So in the process of dogged everyone in, and the thing is, it started getting shared around all of Victoria on Facebook. So yeah, if you can be fucked, go to the go to the top of the thread for um, that. Uh, yeah, look up the Bendigo Advertiser, wherever their newspaper is, and you'll see it. Dude, Jake caught with 100k worth of drugs, and just each comment as it goes, it dumps more and more yeah. and more. Oh, it wasn't me, it was Stevo. Hang on, don't tell me, and you were there too, James. Well, funny enough, here's what happens, is that um, they're like, you know, you were supposed to be his mate, and you're sharing this around Facebook, you know, that's not what mates would do. And he's, and he's like, well, you know, he told me that he was straight, and he was clean, and now look, he's lying to everybody. Um, you know, we were supposed to be friends. And then someone else has chimed in and gone, friends, hang on, the first time he went to jail, you sold his car, <laughs> you, you sold all his possessions, you stole his sunglasses... And you try to lodge his tax return. <laughs> so he's so, down so, for fraud as well. So he's trying to do him a favour. Yeah. <laughs> trying to help him out. Uh, and, and then someone else chimes in. Oh, so all you guys are friends, are So who's going to pay me back the 100k that I'm owed for this fucking mess? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Judge Judy will knock that shit out in five minutes. Yeah. So yeah, if you're bored, you've got to spare half hour because it'll take you half hour to click up all the comments and like, Haha, check this shit out, so-and-so. Scroll right to the top. I can say, I hope someone's screen capped them. I would have had to have done it. Otherwise known as evidence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so ask the after friendly police officer from Mendigo. Have a screen yeah. Imagine the prosecution lawyer, though. He's just gone, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> My work's yeah. done. Okay. It's like yeah. that old bottom live. What's the fucking evidence? Yeah, exactly. You fucking, fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to fucking testify to that? Well, fucking yep. me for a fucking, fucking start. start. So yeah, Jake Carlisle's putting a request down for Bendigo Pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's all going good. Um, the uh, international rules is coming up. I think it's uh, next week uh, over in Ireland. Yeah, um, I'm sure it means something in Ireland. Yeah, well, I think they pack out stadiums out there. I mean, yeah. we 
Uh, now, hang on. They're playing a game in New York first, aren't they? I hope so. I believe so. They've, well, they've just finished the... Um, the cricket. The cricket over there, which is kind of a weird sort of hybrid-y thing. Um, but Tendulkar's... I actually like the idea. Blasters versus Warren's Warriors. Packed out full of Indians, too. Did you see the stadium? Oh, shit, yeah. Fucking chock-a-block, all yeah. Indians. I, I awesome randomly scene. found it on TV and thought it was a repeat from something a few years back. The old IPL or some shit. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, That's a, what the fuck are they doing there? That's a baseball... Do- what? And then, you know, and he looked 20, so he knew it was like current. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did all right, though, I'll tell you what. Yeah, he actually batted, so it was a good start. I'm going to say, he, when he started the IPL and the Big Bash League, he was here for a season or two of the Big Bash League, yeah. he never batted. Yeah, no. no. Actively avoided it. Yeah. No, I don't know why. He's still bowl, but he's just not a 2020 bowler. He's always a test bowler. Yeah. That's what it is. That's oh, he's, he's only there to wave and sign autographs exactly. anyway. Yeah. It was, um, it was funny, though, that he was the one leading the team and Ricky Ponting was getting sent all around the fucking boundary. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, payback. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, when we count bottom lines, yeah. Raheem Warnie's got him covered. I'm going to say, if Warnie oh, yeah. did, didn't have a few photos in the paper, Ponting would probably never be captain. So. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly mm. right. That's the way it goes. Probably just Australia's detriment too. I still remember I love Warnie made himself captain, or didn't make himself captain, but uh, Punner was out and he, he um, was captain for a couple of games. Put him on, put him on self on first change. First change. <laughs> yep. but I, I even remember after he got in trouble and he got the vice captaincy taken off him, and yeah. Gilchrist was captain. Yeah. And Warnie's at first slip going, Gilly, mate, yeah, this is what you're going to do. do. And Gilly going, Yep, yeah. all right, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, hey, credit to Gilly for realizing that you got Shane Warren sitting on your first slip. First thing, listen at, to him. At that point, knowledge was only half the job of being a captain. It was you had to have some sort of uh, pretend self uh, morals or whatever the fuck you call it. Which um, sort of come into contention when they made Punner captain because uh, Punner, Punter, yeah. Punner, yeah. he cleaned up. Yeah, um, yeah. So well, international rules. So that's the international rule side of it. Yeah, yeah I got Dusty uh, Fletcher running around again. Yeah, it's his farewell tour. There's been a few players that have had their farewell in the um, Irish uh, Irish game. It's true. Well, I mean, to be honest, he's just about to start his um, Irish football campaign. So I reckon he's just yeah. right. He'll he's just about, just about balding. He's white as a motherfucker. <laughs> I can say he could pass for Irish very yeah. easy. Yeah. Trust me, he'll lose his hair soon. He'll be done gun it could be funny to see him go I mean uh, to be honest I've watched all of maybe half of a game of Gaelic football and vaguely understood what was happening um, which still puts me ahead of what I knew was going on in rugby union it puts you ahead of half Ireland too <laughs> <laughs> I was sober most of the time <laughs> but um, oh, look it, it's fantastic that he gets a chance to have a bit of run around and probably get pissed at half every game or something. I don't know. <laughs> Let's we, be honest. He was putting his hand up straight away. I'm please pick me. <laughs> like I say, he had his last beer after his 400th game in the change room. So he's yeah. been he's been working up to this. Yeah. He's put in a long season. I would say pre-season, yeah. but it's really been half the season that yeah. he's uh, been out waiting for this. So um, I still reckon Brian Lake's feeling gutted. <laughs> he had his audition in the grand final <laughs> in the final quarter. Yeah. You know, I, I guarantee he's... Because Clarko's the coach. When Clarko's told him, sorry, mate, you haven't got a game here next year, he goes, yeah. hey, what about New York in, over the summer? You know, I'm not starting with Caroline Springs yet. You've seen what I can do. He, he would have pleaded his case. Uh, I I'm, guarantee it. I'm pretty sure the conversation was like this. I'm already fucking in Vegas. <laughs> so you sh- I'll fly up now. I'll drive. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> he, he would have found a, a flight on special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old bride's bargains. He would loves have, it. Would have been him and Mexicans hitchhiking up there. <laughs> Oh, so what other stories we got going on? Uh, Brisbane Lions have started their retention program for 2017 already. Um, they've got uh, Craig Lambert has come back, and he's uh, yeah. head of. I think they've actually called it head of retention or some shit like that. Some. I think Brisbane are in a sort of campaign to offset all the bad shit that's going through the media with some good positive stuff. Anything they're going anything through, yeah. positive. I think they called it like they haven't. 
I think they've declared that Brisbane's going to be the family club of the AFL. Well, it's better than being the red-headed stepchild of the AFL. Yeah, which is what they are true. at the moment. I think specifically it's going to be the Beams family. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if Vossie's got a couple... Jonathan Brown's Mrs. Kylie. Kylie. She's, she's got a couple of Wally. little boys running around, doesn't she? Oh, I, th- I think he's got three. If yeah. not, trust me, Johnny won't stop till he's got a few pumped out. So well, he's Actually, he's moving back to Victoria now. I is he really? That, uh, today. He's uh, got a morning radio gig. Oh, yeah. Which uh, is good because he's got a head for radio, but well, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, he doesn't have a voice for radio. That husky yeah, fucking fuck thing. No. But I think that's a shame, actually, because I, I liked him on uh, Monday nights on Fox Footy. I thought, and he was a really good commentator. So yeah. I wonder if he's going to keep keep up his footy stuff or. I hope he does. Throughout the stud. I hope he does, but. And he's he's great with his no fucks given either. Yep. Like, um, he calls it as he sees it. Jason Dunstall says, Oh, would you have sledged me? Fuck yeah, I would have. Of course, you fat bastard. I, I hope he does fuck all for about a year, then we hit him up. Got a better chance to get money. <laughs> no chance, Johnny. But I'm, I'm or is he going to give up the footy stuff because three thirty a.m. wake up calls five days a week? Fuck that. Mm. It's going to be hard to put put in your weekends when this you're up true. at half past three every morning. Don't know. Oh. He's not doing night games. Put it that way. Eddie Maguire seems to be able to do it. This is true, but I mean, it could be that or feed the kid. So, oh, if you get up early, feed yeah. the kid. Yeah. Well, sorry, calls. <laughs> Got to go out three w. Oh, can you imagine him as a coach? Here's our plan. Mm, no. Let's go out there and fucking <laughs> smash everyone. All right? And work, kick it through the big things. All right, work, get out there, dickheads. Worked before. Just fire me, cunts. <laughs> he tries what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they want to call themselves a family club, which is very interesting. I've because, heard that somewhere before. Yeah, I've got a feeling that another club's been trying that for a fair while. Like the last decade or so, mm, Hawthorne's been... Mm, yeah. Um, uh, advertising themselves as a family club. Exactly. But, I mean, you're only going to make it to work if you do the full-time move down to Tasmania because that way you literally get one family in your club. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying their best, though. I mean, they're doing something. They're they not are. sitting back going, oh, come on, give us more money. And I mean, just when they announced yeah, this, it came out that a former player's got done for beating up or raping his uh, missus Attempted murder. Shit. Attempted murder, that's what it was. Proud, his name was. Yeah, when you, when you say Jeez. former player, or well, when I say former player, you mean someone never heard of. I guess so. He played 20 games in 2011 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and even then, I think he had issues with alcohol. Yeah. Um, but it it's kind of annoying in, in more ways than one, that when the story came out, it was former Brisbane Lions player charged with attempted murder. And mm. like you find out, he played four years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you've only called him a former... It, he is a former yeah. Lions player. Yeah. You've only used that headline to get more clicks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yet, I only clicked on it because of that headline. So yep. I'm part of the fucking problem. Exactly. And yep. that's even more annoying. So it's your fault. Yeah. Clearly. Yep, exactly. Um, but there's what, you know, what, what can you do? You go, all right, who is it? Uh, of course, it's somebody I've never heard of. Yeah, they say that. I mean, if you ever got um, something like that, like you're a victim of some sort of crime or whatever, and they find your dismembered body in the Yarra, you're the Essendon body that's floating Jesus. down. Awesome. Right. Awfully specific. <laughs> Carry on. On the first Tuesday of right, every Ted second Bundy. September. Um, that's how they describe a person. Because if it's, you know, regular James Fredericks from, you know, um, Richmond, and they always use his occupation. It's like, you know, a Richmond plumber was found face down in his own vomit this morning or whatever. So it's just one of those games you play. All right, how would they describe me? Um, yeah, it depends you know, on race you are, too. So, like, <laughs> recently, recently, it was that there was two days ago where it was um, a gang of African males uh, assaulted a car on Richmond or whatever the fuck it was. Assaulted a car? Uh, assaulted someone out of a car, whatever. They hijacked a car or pulled someone out of the car. They, whatever, surrounded the car and beat the fucker up, stole his shit. They looked at a car. They were black and looked at a car. <laughs> Something, yeah. That's what <laughs> Charged with being yeah. black, yeah. Anyway, it was white people would be like a group of youths, but because yeah. Afri- yeah. a group of African youths. 
Yeah. Well, so we'll just use our African. We're, we're cunts. That's what it is. It comes down to. Yeah. Well, so, specifically, yeah. all of us. You two. So, you yeah. Um, I don't know how they describe me. As long as they did, I think, you know, <laughs> as long as I get that last little bit of um, airtime. Yeah. I'm still trying to paint myself into, I don't know, you have to try and be a minority in order to get singled out, don't you? Otherwise, you're just society, the rest. A large-headed middle-aged little... man was found by the era. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. from the <laughs> Police have ruled out gigantism as causes of death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you never hear someone... Uh, mentioned as a uh, black-haired, short, yellow-skinned person was found uh, <laughs> stabbed near the casino. <laughs> no, you never hear about it but because they're, they're good at wiping that shit up. The casino, that is. They take care of their own. Because everyone's like, well, he deserves it. <laughs> he must have done something. Uh, speaking about foreigners, um, uh, Holmes and Cox are inspired more US athletes to make the, the leap over to AFL. Uh, as reported um, on, uh, where was it reported? On the AFL website. Uh, yeah, it was on AFL, yeah. I think um, this is a good little round-robin trade. Like, our best rugby guys go over there and play NFL. Their shittiest NFL players come over here and have a crack at AFL, and then AFL players who've come from rugby go back once they've made their money. Um, I think we, we've got a better trade sending kickers over there. I mean, the Hain plane has, oh, yeah. uh, has, has landed. Um He's which, coming back, isn't he? He's on the practice squad, I think. So I don't know if he gets to play again. He's probably still learning more than I am. So that's the other thing. Do, the NFL play teams have. Hang on, there's, there's a Aussie NFL podcast. I should actually tweet this to them. Oh, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, mm. but the one that follow us, though, them. Oh, okay. Corey McKernan runs one, I think. Yeah. But do they have a B team? Like, is there a San Francisco 48ers? No. no. Is there a, a B squad that you actually no. play? I know or is it a practice like, squad? The minor leagues. Yeah. Like, oh. So if you don't play for the A team that week, do you actually play a game for a no, B team? No, that's one of the unique things about NFL. There's no amateurs. That's fucking retarded. So if you're a, say if you go to college and you play college football and you don't get picked up the NFL, you cannot play in America. You have to go to Canada, or Europe, or whatever. Or there's, uh, there's there's no amateurs. There's arena football. So yeah, there's touch uh, football, arena football. If um, I had to take whatever. up that ad on Channel Thirty One to get down to fucking Dingley and play gridiron, I'm going to be more professional than a college graduate potentially. Potentially, um, well, most of them go and play. It's a stretch, but like, yeah. there's there is a European league which yeah, I think they make. A lot of them, most of them, go have to do fuck all. Surely three quid. They can't get picked. Actually, or, yeah, probably do. Don't they? Or they probably go to the Canadian league, <laughs> or they go to professional wrestling, or they concentrated really hard on their degree <laughs> <laughs> in golf course management. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe yeah. they just got charged with beating up their wife or something. Like fuck, I've got to make it to the NFL now. I've got to make them get get rid of that. Yeah, that's true. But I found it just found it interesting. The headline: Holmes Cox inspires more U.S. athletes. I think leave Johnny Holmes' dick out of it. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was too Didn't obvious for me. Next one. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it is great that they've inspired more to come over here. But Holmes has played two games. I think so. Cox none. Yeah, I, no. and, and Wallace none. But I mean, it's great. I just we we want one to break through and be the well, the Jimmy Stein. Well, the thing is, at least at least they can afford to get on the aircraft because if they take a boat over here, they're fucked. The thing is, if you're going to have inspirations, have someone that did something. Yeah. <laughs> um, now another story that uh, one of you two flagged um, during the week was uh, Mickey Mickey Malthouse is back. He is. Um, what's he back doing? Um, he's back teaching business leaders how to um, develop leaders and how to pretty much make their business better, which is kind of interesting considering mm. his uh, resume. Well, he's three-time premiership coach. I mean, his, his highlight reel is fantastic. His recent form has been lackluster. Yeah. It'll be like, um, I don't know, a 25-year-old black caviar in the cup. Well, I mean, when you 
team up with Bernie Madoff and Christopher Scase's estate and going to make some money. It's just a matter of where you keep it. He's teamed up with them, was he? Yeah, he is. How he's is Christopher Scase's estate still running around? Theoretically, he's dead. They're offshore. I think they're in France. Yeah, so is he. <laughs> I, think, I think it's on life support too. <laughs> <laughs> life support my testicles. <laughs> Well, your testicles support life, really. <laughs> well, they created it, yeah. So. Job Mine, done. Getting existential here on Clicking Ball Sack. <laughs> Mine don't. Uh, Mine, jury's I, still out. I've got, I got a, a feeling that um, Clarkson is doing a lot with um, his business leadership and all that kind of gear. So it does seem to be, I reckon there's a, a manager or two out there who's got the, the inside line and he's just slowly feeding in the extra coaches um, just to get a, you know another yeah. another revenue stream in there. True, true. And I mean, even though you see that um, like Kevin Rudd and Julie Gillard still give speeches on how to lead shit and their track record's fucking shocking. <laughs> so I'm yes. thinking the worse you do, the better you have on the sort of speaking circuit. I saw Tony Abbott was charging, was something crazy like 40 grand? Some respect. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck me. Just tune into Hour of Power and your job's done. Yeah. I'm like, I can get Jake the Snake for like 20 bucks in a day of crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he's, he's surprising that he's survived because every wrestler from that era, except for Hulk Hogan, seems dead. God, man. <laughs> God. <laughs> so they all, they've all you know, beaten that path. Um, on that, I was at a, a company once that had a corporate day where they took some CEOs to um, a John Howard speech. Yeah. And the corporate day included, you know, a, a breakfast, the yeah. speech. They <laughs> went and got fitted for suits. Jesus. And then had... <laughs> they just want to play with the balls. Brandy and cigars <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Um, and then came back to the office pissed as farts. Jesus. Um, so that was their corporate day. And I, I hesitate to feel what they what they paid for it, but it was on the corporate card, so you know they had a good day out. That's exactly right. And the thing is, it's more it's not what you're getting out of that day; it's what you can get out of the future of of making those acquaintances. As well. Share, that, shareholders never see those bills. No, they don't. Um, and uh, yeah, the company wasn't doing that well. Anyway, that's the way things go. Um, so Maltos is back, um, which is you know, it's, I guess he's still the record holding coach until. Somebody else can be bothered to yeah. hang around that long. Yeah. I just want to know which business leaders are going to this meeting. Like, who's doing that bad? Like, fuck, Mick, Vizzy. get everyone in there. Busy's going. <laughs> We're sick of making money. <laughs> sick of fucking record profits. Price fixing worked too well. Let's get Malthouse in here. No, they're like, we're still paying your contract out, fucker. You come here, we're getting our money's worth. <laughs> i got to say, you can't blame him. You got paid a full year for only doing half a year. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny if um, Carlton hired him back on a contract basis. <laughs> Fix up our front office. <laughs> i got to say, um, uh, Collingwood hire him and thought, mate, we've got, we, we thought we'd just throw you another bone after what you yeah. did to Carlton for us. <laughs> just juggle or tell jokes or Thanks, something. Just... <laughs> Can you help Bucks out? He's not done so well since you left. Uh, and the other one that I think was broken this morning, the story, was uh, Jakey Melksham. Um, he's just signed on with the Demons. Yeah. He's gone out to his car this morning. Found the old back seat was bare. Someone's nicked his training gear. Jesse yeah. fucking Hogan. Jesse Hogan. <laughs> well, that's what I reckon. I reckon it was actually just a bit of hazing or something that's going on. But the thing is, Melksham, he's just come from Essendon, and I'm guessing, like, their hazing would have been inject rhino semen IV or something. So this one, he thinks it's like legit. Shit, ah, some fucker stole him a tracksuit. Shit. Um, I, so I, give it back, Bernie Vince. He's probably just gone to the wrong car. <laughs> They've all got Range Rovers. <laughs> he's gone to his and like, oh, nothing in the back. Oh, wait, it's not my car. To be honest, he probably doesn't have a car or a tracksuit. He's just gone, fuck it. I can get something for free here. <laughs> Insurance for yeah. I feel like before Ben, your joke that bombed, it needs something to compete with it. All right. So I got it. I got it. All right. All right. Wind it so up. He's, uh, he's playing for Melbourne now. He, his gear. 
yeah. that was stolen out the back. Tank top. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, right. uh, I feel like the preamble made it worth it. See, yeah, see, you, you've demonstrated how the jokes don't work. The problem is now I've got pressure not to edit my shit jokes out. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. Fuck. Well, see, what you should do is just walk over it, just like his uh, <laughs> demon pun no, just no, said. No, just no. walk straight over it. You, you hear the like the final edit, and it'll be like, "So, Josh, Josh. <laughs> I hear you have a joke to tell." <laughs> and we like those when you call up and leave voicemails. Hello, Brenton is not on the phone right now. And that completes the trifecta. Sweet. <laughs> We're done. We're all in. We're all in. Fucking team so game. I wish we paid half the trifecta of the fucking cup. I wish Richmond worked this well as a team. <laughs> uh, I did see um, there was a thread on Reddit where they're talking about what headline would uh, just set the world ablaze. Yep. And one of them was uh, Nat Fife getting his hair cut. And his quote was, yeah. yeah, Dusty Fletcher put me onto a bloke. <laughs> that would be fucking fantastic. I would love to see Nat Five rocking a, a Dusty. Yeah, I'd like to see Nat Five go the, um, the. i like to change his hair, but do you know, I remember we still got like uh, a mullet and that's like kind of cool. I like to go extreme and go like the Mr. Burns mullet, just shave like the horseshoe into the top. Oh, the Hulk Hogan. Yes, exactly. The Hulk Hogan. Because it's all this trend to like shave your head these days. You saw um, Paige Van Zandt as true that she's going to shave her head right after Rose, Rose Namajunas, Namajunas actually shaved her head. Yeah, she's yeah Rose Namajunas, who for those who don't know is a female mixed martial arts yeah. fighter, who said it's not a beauty Highly pageant, rated. it's a fight. She yeah. gets in my way, get rid of it. Yeah, what? exactly. Fucking balls. She Sinead O'Connor it. But the thing is, for the last month, there's been this whole uh, sort of mini campaign for Paige Van Zandt to shave her head for cancer because she said before she got to the UFC that if she gets in the UFC, she'll shave her head. Right. And it's been this whole debate. She's like, nah, she didn't really want to do it. And then Rose, with no warning, nothing, yeah. just posted it. Shake my head, fuck it. Yeah, but there's a lot of people on, on behind the scenes on Paige Van Zandt and said, fuck you. We've, yeah. we've got a cover shoot next week. <laughs> yep, exactly. we got this lined up. Yep. <laughs> Keep those locks, young, yep. <laughs> young Goldie. Exactly. But there's more money in it than <laughs> with a shaved head. So good move by uh, Rose. Yeah. Going for her anyway. I'd, I've liked Rose Nemages for a long time, ever since I saw her flying armbar in, in Victor. Yeah. And um, she is one, she gives zero fucks at all. Just gets out there and goes at it. Goes off like a frog in a sock. Absolutely. Um, and her, her boyfriend, husband, whatever, is an MMA fighter as well. And he'd have to be, because I reckon she... Barry. <laughs> yeah, she'd be, well, tough as hell. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, okay, back to <laughs> AFL. Something else I, I want to flag in there um, is that there's a lot of themed rounds next year. We've had more themed rounds than ever before. You know, we've got... There's the women's round. There's I think there's grassroots footy round, um, indigenous round. Yeah. Um, there's the gay pride match. There's yep. the beyond blue. Uh, so there's a fucking lot of them. Yeah. And I think either you got to cut them back so that they are still special, or every fucking round, just have a yep. theme every week. You know, we we can dress up or whatever. Yeah. But I thought one interesting theme I'd like to see um, would be uh, you know they're trying to expand the game international, so. Why don't we get an American who's never seen, never heard of AFL footy before, blindfold them, dress them up, just drop them in the middle of the game, in their in their club colours, and nobody explains the rules to them. They got to figure out as they go. Survivor AFL. So, yeah, I'm a yank. Get me out of here. Well, but, I'm, an, I'm an Indian. So they've, they've just got to figure out the rules as they go. So the first time they get the ball, they're like, "Well, you're obviously on my team," and they throw it. And they go, "That's a free." And he's like, "Okay, okay so I can't throw it. I know this much now." So, Screw an American, grab a guy from Sydney and do that. Well, I was going to say Magic Door, but I thought that was it. <laughs> but I thought, we've already slandered Africans this, this episode. <laughs> so, 
actually, this leads into it. So I thought we can say it's the um, fucking refugee round. Like, because they've been thrown into another country <laughs> where they the don't Christmas know Island it. Cup. Try and try and float. <laughs> and I tell you what, and if they get a kick, they kick a goal. Yeah, all right, man. Yeah, no worries. You're on the recruit next year. This could be like Hunger Games for Christmas Island refugees or something. Just drop one, one a week down in the middle. Hey, just survive. Well, they're it, used to dodging landmines. Surely they can dodge uh, tackles. Welcome to Broadmeadows. Welcome to Broadie. See, I mean, it, it, it gets them out of the fucking horrible conditions, puts them, it assimilates them. Gives them a name for themselves. It brings a job. attention to it. I think it's a win-win all round. And it can lead into the cricket season too. Fucking like, you know, The ones that don't make it in the AFL can have a crack at the cricket. Try something else. Yeah. Current affair will have a field day building up, then build them back down again. Exactly right. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. be like, you know, great story. And then some foreign plumber stole my money or some bullshit. Yeah, we'll find them doing something dodgy in Coles Car Park. Yeah, exactly. So I thought more theme round. Um, that'll be an interesting one to, to start off with. Um, have you got anything else AFL to talk about? Um, the only other thing was that I think they've pushed forward uh, well, gone forth with the development of a women's league. A uh, uh, women's academy. Yes. Academy, yeah. Which, which is the first step. A, a precursor to the women's yeah. league, which I think will probably come around next year. Kind of in, in stark contrast to their cutting back on the women's matches this year. Which I, don't, I don't get it why, you, you, if you're trying to promote it, yeah. you take something it away. And it was such a talked about event. Like you, you, It seemed like it ticked every box that you set out for it to achieve. It got people talking about it. It got media attention. It's sort of built up us talking about your academy, and then fuck it, one game. One game. Yeah. Um, it also gave a lot of exposure for the Bulldogs and the Demons. Exactly, yeah. Uh, as a brand. Two teams that needed it. Needed, like, need, yeah. Harsh yeah. needed it, and did wonders for them. Well, and so, yeah. They're selling another 22 Guernseys, so that's that's good for them. This is true, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, like we talked about it, and, and I mean, you're always sceptical when they can't do as much spectacularly as the men can, but it was a good standalone match to watch. I thought it was a good... Yeah, step in the right direction. Um, yeah, well, so. Put it this way, people aren't going to watch it if they're not playing. That's exactly so right. So you've got to give it a chance. Exactly um, right. You know, it's, it's not something that I'm going to um, yeah. forego watching an AFL match to watch the yeah. female AFL, the women's AFL match. Uh, but think, if it's, it's got to find its own um, audience. Yeah. It's got to find its own niche or, or whatever it is. Yeah. And it won't do that by standing in yeah. the stands. And you've got to strike when the iron's hot. And now's yep. the time. Like yep. Michelle Payne winning that thing. You've got Ronda Rousey out here. You've got Joanna, Joanna your champion. Yen Jacek. Who's out here. Um, even, I don't know if you know, today we got um, we got followed by the Gynecological Awareness Information Network. Who, um, I'm not joking. Is that a porn up. site? No, no. They, they just distribute um, women's health sort of stuff. Oh, okay. And I thought that's right up our line because I like supporting good cunts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have gone right up our alley. I thought that's where you're going, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tunnel vision. So yeah, get behind some good cunts. Um, Follow them. Yeah, I, actually on that, I did see that um, they announced Cyborg has signed to the UFC. Uh, yeah, you, they announced oh, it in you. April. Uh, oh, they must have just pumped it up again then. No. no? Kit Dale just found it. That's why. Uh, <laughs> it got shared on my wall. Yeah. By Kit Dale. Uh, the same way when I, when I re, re-reported uh, Maria Di Veloto dying. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. She died twice. Fuck. That's right. <laughs> she did die a year ago. I remember that. <laughs> and Gabby Garcia has finally got, well, finally, has another announced match. Yes. Oh, really? Against, against a... Uh, Fedor, <laughs> that would be interesting. He's got his, he's got his opponent too. Yeah, Kimbo Slice uh, knocked it back, and so did Ken Shamrock. Well, Ken Shamrock's fighting Hoist again, so. Oh fuck me! No, no it, wasn't that, he? He was rumored to be fighting Kurt Angle. 
Oh, I thought it was signed with his fighting yeah. voice. It was announced it, to the Bellator card. Was it really? Okay, because so. that might have been... There were rumours that he was going to fight Kurt Angle. And I thought, okay, that'll be interesting. But Kurt's never had a fight. And it's been yeah. 15, 16 years since yeah. he's wrestled. Um, but but I think I, it's I, been that long since Kimbo... Uh, Ken Shamrock did anything too. Yeah. One. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's fighting Hoist again. And Fedor's fighting some Jap fella. Some Jap wrestler. So, no, no, no. Some professional wrestler yeah, from Japan. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Some can. Anyway, Gabby Garcia's opponent's a pro wrestler, but they're the only people big enough. Gabby's Gar- Gabby Garcia's opponent should be men. <laughs> Fucking a destroyer. Well, she's, she's dropped a fair bit of weight recently. She's looking yeah. pretty good, man. Yeah. Like, you'd almost still, call her attractive. She's still six foot three and about 100 kilo. Yeah. This, and I mean, she'd fuck you doggy style. This. And she sounds just like the nicest girl. Wow. When she speaks, she does. She sounds like really sweet. But, you know... Of course, I'm going to say that because if I ever come across yeah. her, I'm just going to. I you, want you, some. You've been bankers. married for a fair while and out of the game for a bit. <laughs> I'm just saying that if she comes across and decides that you're the man for her, you, you don't have much choice in the fucking matter. All you say is that if she brings your daughter home, you're not going to say anything about it. <laughs> what choice you got? Um, right. Yeah. So since we're, you know. Speaking uh, of fisting. <laughs> since, <laughs> since it's the. Uh, the off-season and we're struggling for AFL news. It's, you, you look at other it's avenues. It's not about Essendon fucking up. For, yeah. for sport. Um, and West Brom are sitting comfortably in 13th. <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, eight points clear of relegation, but, you know, that's, that's here, neither here nor there. Um, so I thought... Sorry, let's... before that, one t- story of soccer. I don't know, it was just fitting with this uh, little thing. I, I had an idea. And I was watching soccer because obviously it's on now. It's yep. uh, fully off-season. And the one thing that makes it intolerable, intolerable for me is the sort of the fakeness of it and the diving and that yeah. fucking pisses me off so I found a solution to it what I'm going to do I'm going to embrace the dive okay and I've got this theory from living in Melbourne basically because one thing that fucking pisses me off about living in Melbourne is their drivers suck yes, they are the they worst do. fucking drivers in Australia uh, you lived in Adelaide for a while yeah but here's the thing is that they're worse Adelaide drivers are crazy but they're not shit they're just crazy so they'll drive over the speed limit they'll take risks but usually they can pull it off Maybe not, but Melbourne are just slow. You've got three lanes wide doing 10Ks on the speed limit. I can say, having said that, every time I'm in the car with you, we run across some fuckwit yeah. who's doing something that is beyond describable. Yeah, exactly. I'm a magnet for it. And especially since I commute along uh, most days, throughout the entire length of Springbar Road. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't help. But what I, what I sort of happened was that I used to be a really chilled out person. <laughs> I was very relaxed and, you know, took a while, took a few things to get me riled up. But Melbourne traffic has just fucked me. So what I did is I made a concerted effort. One day I'm like, all right, fuck it. Today, I'm going to try and do everything nice, like intentionally. Okay. Anyone wants to come in, I'm going to actually make the biggest effort to let them in. If I can anticipate someone's going to have to move lanes, I'm going to do everything I can to just accommodate everyone's request. And all I did was downloaded a, a Rogan episode and just put that on my, my uh, radio. On the Bluetooth. And yep. it completely changed my driving experience. Because truth is, I didn't have a time to be anywhere. I just fucking hate driving slow. Yep. And this completely changed my perspective with, it, with uh, the things I hated, I tried to embrace and make them points that is what you're driving to achieve. And so I'm trying to apply the same thing to soccer. Embrace the things that I fucking hate about it and see how I go. So we're going to start holding up a scorecard every time they dive? No. I want to try and figure out the best diving techniques. Okay. What are the ones that are best uh, free kick per dive ratio oh okay you can start working out inside leg trips and things like that sort of way that in what scenarios could you kind of inside leg trip yourself to ha- get a penalty or a free kick 
Okay. So, so yeah, this, this is the way I'm going to try and get interested in soccer. Yeah. The thing that concerns me, though, is that maybe like they play uh, soccer matches everywhere in the world, and maybe there's a crazy somewhere, probably the USA, who's got a high-powered sniper rifle and sitting on the roof of some building. Yep. If he actually shoots someone in the butt, and they fall on their ass and like really roll around on the ground, no one's going to help him for about the first five minutes, because they're going to go, oh, come on, get up. I hardly touched you. Thing is, they've got the fucking cure all and this magic spray, so it doesn't matter what happens wrong. You spray it, you're all good, good to go. Maybe they're just like super tough bastards, and every time they touch each other, it's a martial arts style death punch. It could be like Mortal Kombat or like the old school Street Fighters or whatever, where or Tarantino's five finger death punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, five finger exploding heart technique. So yeah, that was my little. That's how I'm getting through AFL off season. Yeah. Well, there's another avenue. Yep. Um, which is, uh, it was pointed out, I think it was mentioned on the radio today, that there is a world championships going on in Brazil at the minute. And right. it's the world fistball championships. The fistball. Forstball. Forstball. I think is they, they call it. Um, right. Now, I had a quick look on YouTube for it. It's basically uh, volleyball on a massive grass court where the ball's allowed to bounce once. Right. And there's different lines. Um, there, there's lots more to it than that, but that's what I could ascertain in about 10 minutes. So it's yep. kind of uh, like tennis t- and European handball. Yeah, yeah, across, yeah. Yeah. Volleyball, tennis. But on a huge, uh, huge scale. Yes. So like on a big field. And it looked like there's four or five. Um, but anyway, there's an Australian team over there. Uh, and that's where it got, got interesting. Because um, I read up, they had an interview on the uh, the official uh, Forced Ball 2015 um website right and they said so how'd you come about this and he goes well me and a few mates are sitting around and thought what's the most obscure sport <laughs> where we'd have a chance of representing our country <coughs> no shit and fistball was what they came up with <laughs> i thought you know what i've got to fucking respect that <laughs> yeah so they read up a little bit about it online and started up their own you know sort of social game and social league yeah um, and then it developed and they got a few more people interest- interested interested and they actually got, uh, I think, some uh, a German or somebody to come out and show them the game yep. um, after a year. It right. turns out they're playing it wrong for a year. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorted them out, sort of got it straight. Uh, and now there's uh, a, a league going on in sort of Melbourne and, and Geelong. Right. Um, and they, uh, you know, they say we, we struggle for um, sponsorship and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But really, they're just doing it to say, yep, I, I represent Australia. Yep. <laughs> they're off to the World Championships. And it's like they practice twice a week. Um, once during the week, which only half of them make it because they got jobs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Got, got footy practice as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sundays, uh, it's either in Melbourne or Geelong where uh, they all live, um, where I, I gather they play a bit and then go over a few beers. So they are the unfittest team there <laughs> representing their country. And it, it, honestly, if you go to uh, Forstball, F-A-U-S-T-B-A-L-L-2015.com and have a look at uh, the, the road to Argentina. Did I say it was in Brazil? It's in Argentina, obviously. Argentina it is, yeah. Um, you can have a look at the Australian <laughs> team interview um, on there. And so uh, is, is it started yet? Like, are they over there yet? I think it's starting right now oh, okay. or, or in the next week or so. Um, good good luck yeah. to those cats. Got to got to respect them. Fucking I, nice. I, I don't know if they've got a team name like you yeah. know, the, the, the fucking wombats or something like that. Or you can't have something better than that. Surely, if you could come up with the idea to get into a fistball league, you come up with the you've got to look at something. Yeah, oh, you I'm... have to like the jackhammers or something. <laughs> <laughs> the wristwatches. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're clicking balls. So they could be elbow deep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish we'd have found out of this bit earlier. I know, I would have been part Holy of the team. Shit. I'd be over there. <laughs> Honestly, I would have sponsored t-shirts. 
I reckon you could get into that, I reckon. This ball. Clicking balls. Get in deep. Yeah. Fucking oath. So, yeah, I thought, there you go. If you've, you've got something else you want to look at, um, fist ball. Speaking of other sports, I see some Richmond retirees uh, getting the gloves on. Shane Tuck having his oh, first yeah. professional fight later on this week. Really? Joining uh, Kane Pettifer, who made his debut, I think, late last year. Last Jesus. year, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's on the undercard of Mundine, which will be, you know, pretty well, interesting, I guess, because well, you'll have a whole bunch of Richmond supporters rocking up to see Shane Tuck and then yeah. fucking off once Mundine's on there. Incredible as a job on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting, though, that... Uh, it's pretty much porn. I, yeah. I, I knew 12 hours ago that Shane Tuck was fighting this week, and I only just learnt then that uh, that Mundine was. Yeah. And not- that's the thing, I mean, coming out of, um, I guess, it's the Richmond stable... Not showing much promise when you look at Ty Vickery's efforts uh, throwing punches <laughs> and his old man's the boxing coach down there. Isn't it funny, though, that uh, boxing, there is quite a few ex-AFL players who have yeah. uh, you know, thrown their hat in the ring, so to speak, yep. uh, for boxing post-career. Um, Barry Hall, the one who actually had a boxing background, after his career went, nah, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So <laughs> Which is the, the smartest thing he's ever done. Absolutely. This is true. In the end, trying to be a boxer when you're on the AFL field wasn't too smart either. No, he gave that a fair go. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did a lot better at it too, I think. But yeah, I'm guessing it's just the experience. Um, Barry Hall actually tried to make a run at it, whereas these people are going to fight cans and try and get a paycheck, aren't they? Really? What can you do? I mean, it's been the undercard of Mundine's fights for a while. He used to have mm. all the ex-rugby players. This is true. I think Sonny Bill even had a few fights. He did. There. He yeah, did. He did. Yeah. Um, it'll be funny when uh, Jake King has a crack at it though, because as soon as he gets in there, you know the fix is in. Jake King makes way more money betting on him than he does in the ring. Let's be honest. That's what I mean. The like, fix being in. It's he'll, already in. He'll get in there and old mate across the ring is going to be like, all right, on the fourth, I'm down. Cool. Done. I reckon Jake kicks the cunt that comes and visits you before the match goes. You go down the fourth, son. <laughs> old Toby said so. Yeah. Old Toby seems a bit of trouble lately too, isn't he? Built off a cyclist or some shit. He's, when is he in trouble? Speaking of cyclists, did you see that they had a ride to protest yeah. tax being put down around the Yarra? Yep. Someone put down tax on the road for the for the for the ride. I'm, sorry, can we just go through this slowly? You're right, there's, there's been tax put down on the bicycle lane on the Yarra. Yeah, yeah. Well, over a long period of time, occasionally there's okay. tax thrown on this thing, and so they're so, having a massive group of cyclists to protest this action, including police presence and everything. But the police cars obviously don't drive in the cycle lane; they drive on the road, and so they're just sort of keeping traffic away and everything. And then one after the other, all these cyclists are hitting punctures, some repeatedly, and causing big pile-ups. And it's, it's well, let's just say if you, in, if you enjoy cyclists falling on their ass, it was a, a cornucopia of enjoyment for you. But if you kind of feel a bit bad about an 80-year-old coming off and skinning his knee, then it wasn't so fun. But uh, either way, tax everywhere. So they've had a ride to raise awareness... Of people putting tax on the road. Yep. That people put tax on the road. Didn't foresee for. that people would put tax on the road. Yeah. Yeah. You could argue that um, if you're highlighting a certain trouble, then that trouble was a big enough co- uh, issue to start with, and I, you probably should have addressed the trouble. I'm not saying it was foreseeable. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't really need a crystal ball. All I'm saying is that you can ride your bike fucking anywhere. If people putting tax down around the arrow, don't ride your bike around the fucking Yarra. Okay, there are ways to go about, you know, trying to stop it. You could set up, you know, let's say fucking CCTVs or, or, or yeah. something like that. But don't say, we're sick of you um, vandalising this road, so we're going to ride on it on this day, yep. at yep. this time. Yep. 
Um, so, yeah, that's got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And just to compound your point, they blocked off traffic to do this ride in in doing so, pissed off more people who are not going to want them to be on the road to begin with, who are not going to sympathise with them having tax chucked in their tyres and shit. You know, there's got to be a few people that have gone out there and thought, yeah, they shouldn't They shouldn't be taxing this. The GST yeah. is enough tax as it is. And then they've got, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh those ones? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry about Actually, that. Keep the GST down. We'll just put CCTV. <laughs> CCTV. Just but, have, a, have a lycra tax. But we were talking about Adelaide drivers being crazy. And here's one thing about Adelaide having a bit more sensible government where they went, all right, yeah, our drivers are a bit crazy. So, cyclists, you're now allowed to ride your bike on the footpath. In fact, you're allowed to ride your bike on the footpath. Because let's be honest, if a bike hits a car, someone dies. If a bike hits a pedestrian, you both probably live. Yeah. yeah this is one of those mini sense. monkey bikes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry you have to stop the traffic lights, but no one dies, so go fuck yourself. And let's face it, um, you know, pedestrians, they're going to get out of the way. Uh, yeah, uh, a bike, exactly. A bike's going to you know, look after it. It's only the prams yeah. you've got to well, be the, worried. The pedestrians can defend themselves as well. I mean, if you get um, old mate on his Lycra coming at you... Yeah. You passively, know, you, aggressively ringing his bell like a motherfucker. Yeah, you've got the option of the coat hanger. Yeah, and let's be honest, those bells compare fuck all to a horn, so you know they feel a bit better than themselves. Ding, ding, ding! Get out the way! I'm allowed to ride this footpath. Actually, it'd be even funny if the pedestrian had an air horn. Yeah. Ding, ding! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> or his clothesline the country. <laughs> fuck him! Straight into oncoming traffic. Well, it's just one of those old people that whenever they go for walks, they always take a stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why. You know, a little one yeah. in the spokes. Get on, gear that India. What fucks me off is why do you want to ride your bike where there are like three lane highways and cars going left and right all the time? Ride it when Look, no one is. It's a very honourable thing. I think you know, it's, it's obviously it's getting fit. It's taking more cars off yeah. the road. I'm just saying, you are taking your life in your own hands. Yeah. I mean, good on you for doing it. I just like to let them know that. Yeah, I always... I want to take their life in my hands. <laughs> the odd part is I see them flying by, you know, at 4.30 in the morning or whatnot, and I'm like, look at those stupid fuckers. They're 30-plus-year-old men in Lycra. Just uh, the night before, I'm going to jiu-jitsu, and I've got the full fucking spats on, which is ankle-to-wrist Lycra, and somehow I didn't find that odd. Well, it's the worst thing that when um, the Tour de France comes around, everyone's fucking Lance Armstrong and... What, the bike ran. Well, probably. I don't know. Or, you high ball. or, or giving away a ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I yeah. was going to say I don't mind picking the low-hanging fruit, but I thought that was bad timing as well. <laughs> oh, sour grapes. Um, Grape. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you know, you, you need to encourage cyclists. Otherwise, how are all the cafes going to stay open? <laughs> this is true. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't drink enough coffee, so I can never do it. I drink, don't drink any coffee, so there you go. Um... That, that would classify as not enough. Well, I, I guess so. Just three yeah, checks out. It's up to stay-at-home mums to support the lycra industry. <laughs> yeah, oh, so there's, there's cyclists. We've pissed them off now too. Yeah, well, to be honest, that was always on my list of things to do. Things to do. I'm pretty yeah. sure Jesse Hogan's a cyclist. So I'm not against cyclists. Just do it. I mean, you're only riding on main roads to prove a point. But, I mean, we can prove a point as well and just run your fucking ass over and then that's that. <laughs> well, so I think- just ride where there's no one... In you this know? particular case, it was sort of a bit of um, a side road. Like it's one of the the windy roads around the Yarra, which I fucking love driving on because it's really nice and um, has a nice little camber and bit sweeping turns. But the thing is, I I am worried I will kill someone when I take that because uh, when you're coming off the freeway, uh, you turn off at um, not Chad Chadston. Uh, I can't remember the street uh, and you avoid the big block up at Hoddle but you take this little side back alleyway to end up at Johnson Street and the, the road you drive on around the Yarra is fantastic it's it's 
scenic. It's beautiful. It's got a um, a bike lane. Yeah. But the cyclists push out, and there's lots of blind corners. Yep. So you will kill some poor fucker if he's going too wide. Well, I mean, it only takes probably three or four deaths before they stop doing it, doesn't it? Well, put it this way, four so far, nobody's noticed. Well, I think it takes some research. That's all it is. And I mean... I'm putting in the effort. And if there's one thing the tax have taught us is that they don't have CCTV there yet. So, (laughs) man, hit and run. Well, honestly, the whole thing concerns me quite a bit. So what I've done, I've put a rhubarb on the front of the car. Just so if I do clean one up, I'm all right. Uh, yeah, I've got I've put a tack dispenser on the back. <laughs> James Bond style. Just like bananas in Mario Kart. All I'm saying is holding a, a charity or a, a, a ride to raise awareness or putting tax on the road is a bit like holding a blue light disco to raise awareness of teenage pregnancy. Yeah, yep. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly right, yeah. And <laughs> Sponsored I mean, by Ruskies. And the thing is, I was indifferent to the issue, but when I heard that, I was like, that's a fucking good job. Like, I'm on the side of the tack layer. I gotta say, yeah. you've got to. It's yeah. like you can imagine it's like, yeah, man, we got you know we yeah. got, that was pretty funny what we did. And they've gone, right, we're holding a ride and they're going like oh, oh man. we have to now. We've got I, was, to. I actually had plans this weekend, but fuck now I've got to He we would have been out there putting the taxi out going, I'm not even enjoying yeah. this. They forced see, me to do this. See, this reminds me of this this time when I was a lot younger. Me and one of my mates, we used to we made it a thing to steal one of our other mates' letterbox. And we did it maybe like three or four times we just unbolt it and they just flog it and yeah. so his old man would come home and soon later realise he's got no letterbox and he put a new one up after about the third time what he did he actually um, went to the effort to cut out metal triangles from must have been maybe maybe quarter inch metal plate something like that Okay. and then he's welded them on underneath the letterbox so that it's covering the um, bolts right. so that you can't unscrew it or if you try and put your hand underneath there you'll um, cut yourself if you yep. don't realise that they're there and so the next time we've gone along, we've gone to do it, we've gone, fuck. Kind of bold, he's welded these things there, so you're fucked. What are we going to do? So, fuck it. Let's just smash the fuck out of it, belt it in. <laughs> that way, he's going to try and unbolt it. <laughs> <laughs> so we just belted the fuck out of it. Did, did you ever let him know that uh, you, what you should have done is when he's done that, is just return all the others? <laughs> I think we actually chucked him in the bushes at the start of this can house. <laughs> That's where right. we put him. <laughs> So, yeah, he could have just gone, gone on from there. Teenagers. Weird, yeah. a, a, well, I should probably be careful with this one. Weird, a <laughs> allegedly similar event happened at university where the college down the road had a big sign announcing what the name of the college was. Yeah. And being drunk uni students, we thought, we're going to nick it. And yep. we did. We stole it and took it out of the ground. It was, you know, a fairly decent sign, probably about a metre and a half wide, metre high. Took it down to the uni footbridge and threw it off into the torrents and was never to be seen again. And they got a bit pissed about that, so they put a new one in. Yep. Concreted it in this time. Yep. We got drunk again. <laughs> came with us again. <laughs> threw it off the footbridge. <laughs> this happened for every probably fortnight for around three months. By the end of it, the amount of concrete they had, it took 20 of us to move. <laughs> but we put more effort into fucking moving that than most people put into their final exams. <laughs> and in the end... And by most people... Everyone. You mean you? Well, <laughs> yes. But the problem was, when we threw the last one off, it didn't sink. It got stuck on the other ones under there, so it was just sort of poking up out of the bottom. And we were worried the Popeye boats were going to fucking crash it. So we made an American guy swim through in there and try and rearrange the trash. But that was a, a fake story that never actually happened. 
Yeah, but that, the funny thing is that I imagine that everyone was actually doing finals. It was just Josh trying to pull out his fucking <laughs> hey. We're streaking through the quad. Hey, it's all legal in Adelaide at the time. This is true. You're the least of people's worries in North Adelaide. Yeah, I was going to say, you've thrown the signs off. It's all the barrels that was hitting. That's yeah. <laughs> what they were worried about. Again, it's the bodies popping up. Bodies popping up in the torrents. Yeah, how are we doing there? Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, well, I think we've bullshit enough about cycling more than AFL. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Yep, um, I've got nothing else. Hopefully, oh well, there was one more thing um, we we'll just mentioned very quickly because it's been uh, Melbourne Cup's been run since our last episode. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say, obviously, um, uh, Michelle Bridges. No, the yeah, the Payne. Oh, Payne. Payne. Thank yep. you, Michelle Payne, who, who won I'm it. Say Waterson. Um, yeah, all <laughs> the, the karate hoochie. Yeah, yeah. All the talk afterwards about you know um, they said they wouldn't give her a go and um, yep. and she begged for a ride and eventually got it and she's you know get stuffed everyone that didn't think I could do it. Um, yeah, does not matter one iota now because she's worth more off the track than yeah, she is exactly. on any horse. Yeah. She's, she's getting put in the stud. so <laughs> much money. <laughs> yeah. um, it's going to be ridiculous. She doesn't have to beg for a cent anymore. No. And, and good on her. I reckon it was, it was a really good uh, feel-good story. And like I said mm. afterwards, there's a lot of um, uh, people that are very confused afterwards because they're against horse rating, racing, racing yep. all for pro-feminism. You know, uh, girl power well, and everything but, especially the Ronda Rousey in town as well there yeah, are people so, who are against fighting but all for women power and like hang on I did see that UFC posted a Facebook you know look at look at uh, Michelle Payne and Today. and remember Ronda Rousey yeah. we got a woman as well. <laughs> well to be honest it's probably in Michelle Payne's interest to be doing the opposite on, <laughs> look at Ronda Rousey well remember me as well yeah. uh, <laughs> she's not struggling for a yeah. quid anymore Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. More, I don't think. Her, this is true. Her, uh, her pay packet's going to go well up. Yeah. Good uh, I actually, subsequent to that, you did see that woman who had, I think it was uh, 10, 20 bucks on uh, Prince of Penzance to win. And she was so happy with it that she posted an Instagram a selfie with the ticket <sighs> and said, barcode. hey, check it out. Some motherfuckers just got yeah. the barcode on the phone, put it under one underneath the automatic dispensers, collected the cash. Ten minutes later, she's going to do the same thing. Nah, mate, this has been taken. It's probably the same guys that put the tax on the road. I mean, yeah. oh, <laughs> Jesse fucking so, Hogan. All right, you it was forced me. me to do this. It was me. <laughs> I didn't even want to do this. You forced me. Yeah. It's a rookie error. It, it's fucking dumb. And look, that's just part of gambling. Even when you win, sometimes if you're dumb enough, you'll lose your yeah. money. <laughs> it's the way it goes. Um, is, that, uh, is that a week done? 
I reckon so. Yeah, it's about a week. That's a week in sport. All right. So uh, next week we'll go through whatever fuck-ups Essendon get reported for in the paper and anything else that comes to mind. Yeah. And yeah, uh, so. the Brisbane wraparound. Yeah. We'll see you next Tuesday. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.